0: Hi everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. This is episode one of a podcast that at the time of recording we were calling Love Skunks, but we are now calling Friend Island. Um, I just wanted to say, you know, we're still, it's an experiment and we're still working through uh, the format and some audio challenges and our exact um, direction. So thank you for sticking with us as we do that. Thanks for listening. Okay. Hello. Um, Hello. Welcome everybody to the first episode of um, Love Skunks. It's a working title. Um, this is you've got Josh and you've got Sarah. And um, if you're listening to this, you probably already know who we are. So probably uh, a long introduction is not necessary. Um, anything, anything to add, Sarah? No. Let's do it. Uh, so I thought we could start by um, a segment that I'm calling coupling up with or mugging off. So we'll just take a few topics and we'll decide if we want to couple up with them or, you know, mug them off. So the, the first topic we want to talk about is this new change that they've made where the public is choosing the initial couple of matches. Sarah, what do you think? Are you coupling up with this concept or are you mugging it off?
1: Um, I'm definitely mugging it off. Like, I'm not even sleeping in the same bed with it. I'm sleeping outside on the day beds. (laughs) I understand that it's probably, like, really stressful and nerve-wracking to have to judge and be judged so immediately. Um, Like, really, as soon as you walk into the villa, especially for, like, the guys who I feel like are usually the ones who get sent in last. Um, So I understand that, and I have empathy for that. Um, but I think that like forcing them to couple up immediately and to like make that choice, it gives them a stake in it. And I think that's why this week has been like, it's kind of dragged. And I think it's because no one's wanted to admit like whether they actually like anybody else. (laughs) And it's because they didn't have to do that at the beginning. They didn't even have to say that they thought somebody was attractive or anything. They just like were put in a couple by the public and didn't have any responsibility for it. Yep. And I think we're still facing the
0: consequences. I, I think they have to experiment a bit more because, um, uh, yeah, I, I agree. I'm, I'm mugging this one off. All right, great. I'm glad we're on the same page on that. <laughs> um, I also wanted to ask you whether you're coupling up with or mugging off this concept of casting kids of famous parents. Um, for those who may not know, um, Gemma's dad, actually, I'm not entirely sure what he does. He's like a soccer Yeah, star. me neither. <laughs> okay, cool. Some, some um, kind
1: of, like, national celebrity that has not made it yeah. to the states yeah.
0: yet yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes uh, but you know uh, fans of the show might recall that uh like danny dyer um was was one of these like kind of stunt casts as well so what do we think of this
1: okay i i don't have a super clear cut answer for this i think the concept of children of famous people i am not gonna couple up with that um, i'm not I don't love that. I think there's something a little bit weird about it, um, and how she keeps yeah. trying to work it into conversation, and it isn't <laughs> quite working. Um, I but I like the I like when they have kind of a random low level celebrity in there. Um, sure. Like there was that guy who was in Blazing Squad that one season, and then also there was a contestant who once dated Prince Harry that same season. I thought those were both great because it was kind of funny when they would come up and. <laughs> It sort of like added a little bit but it wasn't an awkward thing of always trying to talk about your dad while you're dating people which I think makes it weird
0: yeah um wow couldn't agree more um you know I think one thing that Love Island really does well is that um it's not Big Brother and um it generally stays away from people who have already made it in some way um and it's casting people that like kind of no one has ever heard of and I think like it is fun to mix in some like kind of like D list celebrities, um, as you're saying, but like going any higher than that, like starts to kind of feel contrary to um the approach that makes the show uh so interesting. Uh, another good example of maybe what you're talking about is like I think this is season four. Samira Wiley had gone on a date with one of the Chrises, Chris Pine or Chris Evans. Um, and oh my gosh, was, I didn't yeah.
1: know that, <laughs> but she yeah. got on one date, like she hadn't. It wasn't a relationship.
0: It was like one day. But it was yeah. just
1: like a fun fact. That's fine. It was a
0: fun fact. Yeah, definitely. That would be my fun fact
1: also for life. <laughs>
0: um, I think that's the sweet spot. And um, yeah, I agree. I'm mugging off casting kids of, of famous parents because we don't need that A-list, B-list energy um, on our lowbrow show. And finally, I want to ask you about, um, you know, are you coupling up with or mugging off the casting of internationals. So obviously, we love De- Davide. I
1: I think it's fun. Um, yeah, we talked about this, but I think they're just like so. They have like the, the contestants have such a weird attitude about him being Italian. Not in like a <laughs> a negative way, just in um, just in a way that I just think they're not used to it. Um,
0: yeah.
1: so I love it. Like shake it up. You know, how yeah. do you feel about it?
0: Oh, I'm coupling up with it as well. You know, I feel like um. It really uh, provides some perspective for the viewer because you get caught up in these uh, you know, English or UK regional differences. And you start thinking that, you know, Essex is a different country than London. (laughs) And yeah, I think having an Italian really um, puts it in perspective. It throws everybody off their game. They don't quite know how to like stereotype um, Davide in the way that they know how to stereotype each other based on what city they're from. Um, I want an American, I think that would be very cool. I would love like um, a Nigerian. I would love like a French guy, like throw it all in there. I think it makes it more interesting. Um, I agree.
1: And I also want to hear Davide start using all of their like really niche slang words that I still don't know (laughs) if they're actually like British slang words or if they were just invented by the Love Island producers. (laughs) Um, But I want to hear them in his accent.
0: Yeah. Definitely want to hear say in it before all of a sudden Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, great. So we have decided pretty unanimously to mug off the public choosing the initial n- matches. We're mugging off casting Kids of Famous Parents and we're coupling up with casting internationals. I feel good about that. The second segment I that I thought we could do is um, can everyone please gather around the fire pit? Um, so if you'll join me around the fire pit, um, I think we both have maybe something to get off our chest this week.
1: Yeah, you wanna go first? I feel like I went
0: first. Yeah, All yeah, time. yeah, I'll go. yeah, I'll go. So, ooh, I'm probably like stealing yours because I feel like we talked about this and like, we. it's been- Oh no, running. I should've
1: gone first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: um, but like the segregation on the show is very, very off-putting. Um, it's like especially topical this week because there's been a bit of controversy around, um, so last season, Uh, Rachel Finney, I think is how you pronounce her last name. Um, She was a bombshell. She had a really short tenure on the show. Um, Black woman. Um, To me, it felt like pretty clear that like she wasn't really given a fair shake. Um, And basically folks um, from her season who were on the show with her at at the time, um, this week they were all on Instagram live and they were kind of like being, you know, just like taking shots at her for no reason um questioning like her desirability and um basically implying that uh one of the folks just implied that you know he only coupled up with her so he could stay on the show just like really terrible stuff um and it just feels like so relevant again this season like uh the black women on the show um are not really getting the time of day from the white guys not like ending up with white guys like you know, the ultimate prize of the show, but um, I do think it would be more dynamic and the women would be having a better time if they just had a bigger pool of men to like consider and um, choose from. And that's just not the case. And it's like, it, it's, it's the, it's so blatant. And um, even during the challenges, like the men, the men are really not um, like having like little fun makeouts with those girls. Um, the the white men are not, are not doing that. And um yeah, it just really, uh, it really is off-putting. And I read this take uh, a few, I guess, a few seasons ago after watching Yuande, who's like season five, I think. Yeah, season uh, five. Yeah, thanks. Like watching her go through like similar, basically like struggles and giving her the time of day, really. Um, like I read this take that, from a, a black woman writer who was like, I don't want to see myself represented on this show at this point. Like it sucks. Like I would rather just totally escape until like, a show about people who don't look like me at all, then see myself kind of represented, but then be serially rejected. So, yeah, if there's uh, yeah, if there's anything that really bothers me about the show, that's probably I mean, there's there's a few things. <laughs> that's probably number one, and um, you know, something we've talked about, um, which I that I feel like is so necessary at this point is just for the show to start casting um, men who have a diverse dating history, um, so that we know that they'll actually give the give it. Um, consideration of the time of day to all sorts of women that they um, come across because that's what those women uh, deserve. So that's my little rant. Thank you for gathering uh, around the, the fire pit with me. Um, any thoughts on that? And also what what are you thinking about this week?
1: Yeah, um, well, I thought that was really well said. Um, I have a question, which is sort of what I was thinking about um, regarding that this week, which is how did the change with like the public vote at the beginning, how does that sort of like play into this? Because obviously the public set up the couples in the first place and yes. like immediately segregated everybody. Yes. Um, so this is obviously like you were talking about, it happened on a season with past seasons, like it's not something that's new to this season, but yeah, I don't know like if you have thoughts on that, like if like the show is clearly not doing what it needs to be doing to like, it's not giving the public agency in the right ways. Right? Yeah,
0: yeah I think that's right. Yeah, that's so, so well said. It's such an interesting conversation to talk about when the producers actually get the publication scene when they don't, because they, I'm sure we'll have great examples of this this season, but they're so actually manipulative of oh, yeah. uh, what the public quote unquote like thinks um like on the front end and the back end uh of voting but um anyway yeah just to your point like it is or just your question it is complicated obviously because i think like the black uk public that watches the show does want to root for all black couples like tyler and kaz um last season um i feel like kind of had you know black twitter if that's what we want to call it like black twitter support over like kind of a mixed couple like chloe and toby um, so when we talk about the public deciding, I'm not, I, I can't say that even though the outcome of the segregation, that it was a totally racist kind of outcome, but I mean, I just don't know. I, I not, I, I don't see any evidence that the public deciding mattered. Like, it feels like this type of segregation is the default of the show, um, kind of regardless. So again, I'm just, yeah, I'm just kind of like, if you want to do something about it, I don't feel like that's the right, um, that's the right step
1: yeah no um yeah like you were saying like we've talked about before I think the main thing is they don't the producers I think are probably not serious enough about yes who they cast I couldn't agree more (laughs) Yeah.
0: yeah but please tell me what you have on your mind this week
1: it's not it's not quite as well thought out um, or really as serious as as yours. Like I understand the irony of me saying this like as a person who um, never like expresses her emotions in risky settings at all. Um, yeah. But I'm, I'm a viewer of this show, I'm not a contestant so I can yeah, want exactly. different things from it that I would give. I What I really want from the show this season is for the contestants to just like be braver and be more open Mm -hmm. about their feelings Um, because I know we've talked about this before um, the contestants really love to pretend that their feelings are not being hurt at all um, they're (laughs) not emotionally invested in the situation and the only thing they're ever upset about is that other contestants are breaking these sort of like unspoken social rules Um, so for instance they'll say like oh I'm not mad that you were talking to this other girl I'm just mad that you didn't come tell me beforehand that you were going to talk to her or like they'll say it to the girl like oh it's like girl code if you thought you were maybe going to talk to this guy that I was coupled up with last week you should talk to me like I'm so fine if you guys (laughs) want to crack on like that's great I support that but it's like really muggy that you didn't come to me first and that's what I'm really upset about yeah it is kind of funny and they all sort of like feed into it like when they have these conversations with each other and they're like I can't believe they didn't talk to me about this and all their friends are like oh yeah they should have talked to you about that when like we all know that's really not what they're upset about Um, especially at this point it's kind of a casual situation everybody is just sort of like having conversations with everybody else Um, and it would be kind of awkward and stilted if like you pulled aside half the villa to like pull who you're allowed to talk to so I think they sort of like build up these rules that just sort of like change and spring into being whenever the need arises for them um, to protect themselves, which we all do. It is more comfortable to pretend that's what you're upset about. But I, what I want this year, um, and I, I doubt I'm gonna get it, but you never know, um, is just for, just for the contestants to like, be honest with themselves and with us and just say like, yeah, I, I really liked him. I really wanted to get to know him and it like feels pretty shitty that now he's yeah. talking to my friend um, and I guess didn't like me as much as I thought. Dispen- dispense with the rules, you know, <laughs> there are too many rules on this dating show that <laughs> don't make any sense. That's my soapbox.
0: I mean, I couldn't agree more. There's a there's like a whole bureaucracy of like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Um it's a deflection so that they can be angry without seeming like too smitten in an embarrassing way or weak or unreasonable. It's a little bit ludicrous. Like it's a, it's a free for all, like, and we shouldn't pretend it's anything more sophisticated.
1: Right now, everything is kind of simple. So it's just like, who's talking to who and like, who's allowed to talk to who, but it just gets so convoluted of like, well, what's the difference between a game and a challenge and like am I allowed to kiss them in a game yes but not a challenge
0: right. and,
1: and like the rules of like Costa Amor of like it just yes. gets so like no one is really <laughs> no one is saying what what they really think
0: during uh there's a perennial challenge that's like you've got to kiss one islander you've got to Propose to one islander in a joking way and you've got to like this is exactly
1: what i was thinking of oh my god yes right
0: you've got to like smash a pie in one islander's face and the unwritten rule is that you have to kiss the one you're dating do not propose to the one you're dating don't do it like you've got to kiss the one you're (laughs) dating yeah yeah and then you've got to propose to someone preferably that you're not attracted to in any way and no one would think you're attracted ever whatever probably
1: the person you're coupled up with like their best friend
0: best friend yes
1: like a very um platonic thing yeah
0: right and so I think this was maybe Anton like season five who did this in the wrong order um where he proposed to his part his um the other person in the couple and then he kissed someone else and that was like oh, or was this last season anyway I can't remember who it was no, someone I, did think,
1: a, I, f- I feel like you're right because was it with Belle
0: oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. anyway so that was like the, one of the biggest fights of the season she was like so upset um so you gotta like you gotta know these little rules you gotta study your love island like lore kind of before you go on the show um if you if you want to stay out of trouble anyway so let's move on to the next segment before this goes too long but um I was thinking that it would be fun to do kind of like quick takes on how we feel about each cast member and how they're kind of like doing so far um obviously it's like as they like stay on the show early days nothing we say is like You know, these are all just kind of first impressions, but I think we have some first impressions. I think so,
1: but I also just want to say that I feel like for the first few weeks, I really have like facial blindness when it comes to Love Island contestants. (laughs) And I, like I told you this, I really, I didn't realize that like Luca and Liam were different people until like yesterday. Um, (laughs) So I have some, I have some opinions, but Mm -hmm. also, not really like I'm still I'm still waiting to figure out who all these people are but we, yeah. we can give some hot takes. yeah
0: so I thought we'd start with Paige I think my first impression is just like can't help but root for her she seems very sweet and like you know she took a rejection this week and I think she took quite well she took an L and she like took it with dignity um Luca obviously like moved on to Gemma um and I just thought you know class act but um early days what do you think
1: I totally agree and I just want to say like to my soapbox point earlier I actually really loved how she sort of like when she was talking about um Luca and Gemma hitting it off she was like oh I'm not mad or anything it's what it is but then she was like I really just like want to go in my room to cry and I was yes, like yeah nice. same
0: yeah sorry Paige yeah uh I couldn't agree more yeah um okay speaking of which uh Luca what do you think
1: Okay. He's the one with the tattoos, right?
0: <laughs> um, okay, he's the fishmonger. He's got, like, very pretty eyes. Um,
1: he's, he's very good-looking. Yes. The tattoos, as people pointed out on Twitter, are weird. Like, they just seem very generic.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, he does have tattoos. Yeah, I'm just remembering that. Yeah.
1: I don't really know what to think of him. I don't know. Do you have thoughts on him?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think, you know... Um, he's kept the season interesting so far, you know, I think he's been a bit, to your, to your point earlier, he's been a bit braver than most of the contestants, which is like very cool in my book. Um, definitely a bit of a, like a wandering eye, I feel like he was kind of playing the Paige, Tasha, um, Gemma situation, like a little too smoothly, but I, I don't know, I'm interested to see where it goes and people on the subreddit have been drawing parallels between him and, uh, Toby already, um, for, no.
1: uh, no, Toby, the thing with Toby, which also made him so charming. And even when you hated him, it was like hard to hate him. <laughs> he was just so, he like unself-aware, Yeah. And kind of just genuine, even when he was yeah. doing some really questionable <laughs> things. <laughs> Luba, yeah. I I don't know. I think he's a little more calculated.
0: No, I agree. I agree. Tasha, how are we feeling about her? First of all, yeah. I mean, this is the obvious point, like low-hanging fruit, whatever. But it is cool to see, even if it's like in a self-congratulatory way, it's cool to see the show include somebody with like a kind of a serious disability like Tasha has. It's the first time that I can remember. It's like baby steps, it feels like. It's like way too late. But it feels like it's the first time I can remember that they've even done that.
1: I totally agree. I do want to say, um, I think I saw somebody... Say this on the subreddit, and they sort of reference that people are talking about it on TikTok. Although I haven't seen it on TikTok yet, the fact that ITV Hub does not have live subtitles, like you can only get oh, subtitles wow. if you're watching the day after, um, yeah. especially on the season with the first death contestant, is like a little like okay. Um, yeah. sure. But I I also really like that. Um, I think it's very cool. I think she's great. Yeah, she seems like maybe she doesn't like totally know what she wants, but. <laughs> it's early you
0: know <laughs> yeah fair enough I also will say um okay how do I put this like it is so funny watching the complete reversal from last season in terms of like last season like if you were blonde you were like <laughs> and this season it's like brunette era all over the UK. I don't know what's what's in the oh water my god <laughs> but um seeing Tasha like kind of struggle was a bit of a shock because like the first few episodes I was like oh yeah she's gonna have no issues um but anyway she seems great. Um, She's going to have to dye she, her hair. I know.
1: <laughs> Get attention over here.
0: <laughs> I have the name Andrew next on the list. And it just took me a second to remember who that is, but I've got it. Right. <laughs> um, I have I have nothing next to his name, too. Like, I have notes next to most of these, but I don't have any notes for him because uh, I still don't really know what the vibe is. But do you? What do, what do you think?
1: Okay. Well, as you know, I had like a very strong visceral yes. reaction to him at the beginning that I really can't remember why. Like, I, I think he said something either right when he came out or in his sort of first introductory interview type thing that really rode me the wrong way. Oh. Um, but I really can't remember what it was. And I don't really care enough to go back and watch it again. <laughs> um, clearly, it didn't make that much of an impression if I can't remember it. But uh... oh, I also don't like how he never had a satisfactory explanation for why he lied to Tasha about her not being in Luca's top three, which was so also, why are they so obsessed with the top three this season? Like it's, it's too much. And then the fact that he like lied to her, but then he just admitted it. He was like, yeah, I did. Sorry. But it was like, what happened there? I don't trust him.
0: Yeah. It was a snake move. I think like, uh, I forgot what it's called, but that rule of like simplest explanation is the likeliest one, like he knew what he was saying. It's a snake move. Um, could it maybe be excused by, like, the nerves and insecurity of the first week and the fear of going home and just, like, a temporary little lapse in judgment? Like, maybe, but I'm still, uh, he's going to have to, like, earn his way back into Josh's good graces, I think.
1: He's, he's on probation.
0: What do we think about, I cannot. Um, I'll go first and just say that um, I just want to give him time to, like, blossom and, like, surprise us and, like, whatever it is. But, oh, my gosh, some of his, like, early lines are so cringy. Like, he wants to treat India like one of his boys <laughs> until um, he gets to know her better. And um, just his, like, the chat at the beginning, dude, about, like, um, how they both had one relationship and they have I names. Like, uh, I don't know. It's a stretch. He needs to sell me a little bit. Um He's not quite on probation, but uh, yeah, definitely a, a long way to go. Especially because I mean, we'll talk about it, but I think India is like very cool, and you know, she just deserves to be with someone who's like on her level a little bit.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think um, I seriously doubt they're going to do it because they never call each other out on anything. But I think one of the boys just needs to like talk to him and be like, "Yeah, that, don't don't treat girls like that. Um, like, yeah. you know, woo her a little bit and see what happens." Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Um yeah, you're so right. I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about this, but you're so right. The boys um, need to give each other a bit more tough love on the show. We've seen some very avoidable mistakes in the past. <laughs> 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 anyway. Call some more. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's talk about India. What do you um what do you think of her so far?
1: I like her. Um I think she seems nice. Um, I just think she is having to like work too hard with yeah. the kind of situation. I like her, I'd like to see someone come in who doesn't make her work as hard.
0: And you know what, like, credit to of like, Afia came in and he had a choice. He, like, really likes her because he chose her. Yeah. Afia's, like, pretty cool as well. You know, he had, like, yeah. a pretty good choice there. Um, okay, so um, what do we think about uh, Dami? Um, I'm still not 100% sure I'm pronouncing that right, but um, yeah, any thoughts? I think right, Donnie, yeah. Okay.
1: I I really like him. Um, yeah. There's just something about him. I feel like, I don't know, he's just like, he just seems like very sweet in yeah. like a fun way. Yeah, I'm a big fan.
0: Yeah, I, I, I'm i on the same page. Like, the speech he, the little speech he gave to Tasha after, um, you know, they all played um, like kind of a beer pong with dares attached Oh yeah. and she made out with not Andrew she made out with Luca instead of Andrew and then he made out with Andrew uh oh my gosh am I getting this right Andrew made out with someone who wasn't Tasha and then she felt a bit burned and obviously Dami gave her that little speech of like well you may have been the one to kick it off like unwittingly and I think that was probably like a perspective especially within like the sexes but often even between the sexes there isn't enough tough love on the show and it's just it's cool to see an instance of it to see yeah. it
1: goes with me. Um, also, love an Irish accent, so.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, people were, like, giving him shit on Reddit because he was saying, or maybe Twitter, because he was saying in it, which I guess is, like, not Irish. Um <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> But I don't it's
1: our heads, yeah.
0: Right. Um, should we talk about uh, Amber?
1: I like her. I think um, I've, I guess this sort of goes along with Dami. As, like, I've mentioned to you before, I... I think they're getting like a little too into like the sort of settled couple mode a little too early so I don't think we've seen her final couple on this show um but I like her um as a person I think she seems like a good friend um in like the chats that she's had with the other girls um so I hope that either the relationship can I don't know maybe it like will shift a little bit and change or maybe someone else will come in um who has like more of spark um so we'll see
0: i agree it's like a it's a very risky role to be the first like somewhat serious couple if you can call them that um obviously like jack and danny from season uh, it can't be four four. okay thanks um they're kind of like the iconic example of like very serious or you know, got straight into it. One of the first, probably the first serious couple and then they go on to win the whole show. And then I think at least last season, that's become kind of like an iconic thing. And last season, um, Jake and Liberty, it often felt like they were trying to kind of like replicate that uh, like model or approach or example. But it, it was so like weighed down by them just not being fond of each other enough to kind of like pull it off. Being first is like kind of a lot of pressure and it can, work out or it can kind of collapse very um, dramatically. Uh, Yeah, I was
1: actually thinking of the, also the Amy and Curtis situation from season five, which I feel like also, yeah, crashed and burned sort of in a similar way, I guess, to Jake and Liberty. And they were like very settled very early on.
0: There's just so much like pressure and then there's, you get so much momentum that you kind of can't leave the couple but then there's, you know, the producers want to send all these people at you, like Jack and Danny, they sent um, Jack's ex-girlfriend to him in (laughs) Casa Like, Oh my God, really? Yeah, it's like... Oh my God, I didn't hear about that.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, so should we talk about Gemma? Um, (laughs) You go first. (laughs) Okay, yeah. um, She was 16 when COVID started. (laughs) (laughs) Which is a crazy thing. Um, The thing with... uh, Casting very young people on Love Island is, you know, maybe it's like confirmation bias, but I always feel like it shows. Um, the way that she deals with other people, I find to be a little juvenile. Um, she has this um, kind of self-image that she's putting out that feels like a character where she's like, I always get what I want and it finish second, like, a, you know, whatever. But then she's, you know, she obviously starts panicking when Davide strays and you know, starts giving Ekansu some attention. So, you know, I don't know, it's fine. Like, I'm not judging her very harshly because because of her age, but like, yeah, I just think it's a little inappropriate for her to be on the show. I don't know what the limit is, like, it's more about, you know, age isn't a perfect substitute for maturity, obviously, but I just don't feel like she really is bringing the maturity either. So I don't know, you know, I think she's maybe, I'm open to the idea she's like getting a bad edit and the producers kind of like want to have a villain and she's kind of the closest fit, something like that. The girls don't seem to like have a real issue with her for the most part. So I feel like that's telling. Um, but yeah, she's, uh, I, I, yeah, I can't say she's, <laughs> she's among my favorites at the moment.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. I think casting young contestants is, it makes a little more sense on this kind of show as opposed to a show like The Bachelor where sometimes they cast like 20, 21 year olds and you're like, what are yeah. you doing? This is a show where you're going to get engaged where <laughs> yeah. no one on Love Island is really really presenting that they're there for marriage. Um, yeah. But even still, I think 19 is pretty young. Um, yeah, especially considering the pandemic like has she been in school like what what was her you know what I mean like um, what were the past two years of her life and yeah I haven't like really loved her attitude that much Um, yeah I think she hasn't had like the greatest attitude and I think it probably comes out of like being insecure um, and feeling yeah like mugged off like you were saying Um, I just think it's weird I feel like she led at least two conversations that we saw by talking about like the 12 horses that her family (laughs) owns. and I just think like I feel like I saw somewhere she does like international dressage competitions
0: yeah yeah she said that on the show yeah
1: oh she's okay so I just feel like if that's her world I think it's probably possible like she hasn't really come into contact with like a lot of different types of people um Yep. So, yeah, definitely comes across as like pretty sheltered. Um, and like maybe she doesn't know why you wouldn't talk about all the horses your family owns um, yeah. all the yeah. time. But yeah, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Maybe this will be, you know, an eye opening experience for her.
0: <laughs> I feel like uh, when Love Island is eye opening for contestants, it's like really in a good way. Um, but yeah. I love to <laughs> we've got four more. Maybe we can like kind of speed through the. Um, the, the bombshell ladies um so
1: yeah Akinsu is you know she she brought what we needed that's yeah. all I have to say
0: <laughs> yeah she definitely someone said that she studied at the Mora school of bombshells uh Mora <laughs> obviously being like a I guess I think also season oh no season five contestant yeah um, who came into the villa um went straight for her, you know, the guy she was most interested in. Got him very close to leaving his couple, from what I can tell, um, just, like, very... But she she was just
1: always chaotic.
0: Yeah, yeah. The whole time. But, like, in a really fun way to watch. And mostly not malicious, I would say.
1: Yeah, I would say Ekinsu, yeah, studied at the Morris School of Bombshells. I don't think she, like, graduated first in her class.
0: No. But I think she <laughs> ended. She might come off, like, a little strong. Uh, well, more did as well, but... You know, with, with the more disruptive you are as a bombshell, like, the more kind of entertaining you are to watch, like, the more you kind of, like, piss off people in the villa, I think. Um, and she's definitely, I think she's definitely done a little bit of that. Um, but I'm not mad about it. What do we think of um, Afia?
1: Similar to Paige. Like, she seems nice. And yeah. it's always sad to see people single.
0: <laughs> I th- I suspect she's going to struggle for, like, reasons aforementioned. But mm-hmm. I think she's catch. And we've got two left. Uh, we saved our favorite Italian and then um, Liam. Um, so what do we think of Davide?
1: Okay, you need to go first because your name on Slack is like literally slandering him.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay, so my we have a little Slack called Brunch Skunk, um, which is based on a um, Bob's Burgers episode. My name on there is <laughs> ew David, uh, which is like a reference to uh, shits Creek.
1: Okay, I actually... Yeah didn't understand that reference. And I also didn't know the Bosberger reference. So I'm learning a lot right now. And-
0: <laughs> you know, he's, he's very good looking. Uh, <laughs> I think there's no questioning that. Um, he's very good looking. And I think, you know, as time goes on, maybe we're seeing a bit more of a personality. He seems a bit more dynamic and thoughtful and um, as he would say, emotionally intelligent um, than I would have guessed at first. And you know, I think with the language barrier too, we don't get to see every side of him, certainly not immediately. So I'm excited for him to say I hope he sticks around. Um, you know, I hope he starts dating maybe a little bit closer to his age, but uh on the whole, I think he's he's good for the show. Uh, as listeners will know by now, we're big fans of casting internationals as well. So improved.
1: Yeah, I'm a big Davide fan right now. Uh, when he first came in, I wasn't really sold. I thought he, yeah, wasn't really giving much in terms of personality or yeah. or looks, honestly. Like, obviously he was very good looking, but in kind of like a, like an almost boring way. Yeah. Um, like it just looked like he was drawn from some AI program.
0: But <laughs> I feel
1: like as he's gotten more comfortable in the villa and like his personality is coming out a little bit um, and he's getting involved in some, messy situations I don't know I feel like he's he's just turning into like more of a person and yeah. I'm like much more interested in him now
0: yeah I couldn't agree more yeah at the beginning he was so intent on playing it cool and like kind of holding his cards close to his chest and that was not really very interesting yeah very we
1: don't like that no listeners no. know <laughs> <laughs>
0: our our long-time listeners will know. yeah uh, <laughs> Uh, and Liam is the last person on our list. I guess I'll, maybe I'll just start and just say I really respect the self-elimination, spoiler alert. People on this show hang out way too long, way past <laughs> the expiration date, way past the best sell by date. They don't know when their best sell by date is, but Liam did. And I want to thank him for not wasting our time. I hope that um, he has lots of DMs to come home to from, like, you know... Um, ladies who are better fit for him than the ladies in the villa. Um because he seems like a decent guy. And uh yeah, I just really appreciate that he knew when to call it quits.
1: Yeah, I think he seemed very sweet and just wish him the best.
0: Wow. Okay. That was quite the marathon. You know, we wanted to end with some predictions. Um kind of put our cards on the table. Um
1: okay I think we should pick like three people who we think are going to make it to CASA and one person who we think is going to make it to the final four of those three people.
0: Do you have picks? Do you wanna go?
1: Oh my God, okay. Um, I actually hadn't really thought about it. <laughs> uh, making it to Casa, I think Paige is definitely gonna make it to Casa because I think she's like already such a fan favorite. I'm also gonna go with Akinsu, um and oh. Luca. Because I think that they are always going to sort of like find themselves getting drawn into other couples and like new people are always going to come in and pursue them. Um, so I think they're at least going to make it to Casa.
0: I'm really bullish on Amber. I think she will make it into a Casa for sure. I, I know we just said that being the first series couple is a lot of pressure, but I think they will make it at least until Casa. I feel pretty good about that. So I'll put Amber and Dami on, on that list. And then, yeah, I think Luca. Like, every season, there's someone who's, like, who every person coming in wants to get to know a little bit. And there's just something about him. I think the fact that he's, like, not only good-looking, but, like, pretty charismatic. Um, that's just a really winning combo on this show. So I think those are my those are my three that will last until Acosta. And then I'll it. just put... And then I'll, I guess I'll just go ahead and do the who will last until the final four as well. I think actually Luca could get himself into trouble before then and get eliminated. Um, okay, no, no, no. I have Luca and Dami getting eliminated because they mess around at Casa and then Amber's surviving mm-hmm. the That's my prediction.
1: I would love to see Amber in the final. I, I think I'm going to go with Paige. Um, yeah, I also think it's pretty, I haven't, uh, run the numbers on this but my gut is telling me that I feel like men don't make it like the men who come in early don't last at the final that often yeah I think it's usually the women yeah um and I think Paige has the kind of personality where she can like sort of carry a partner in the public perception um (laughs) and people will always vote for them um because they like her so Amber and Paige
0: love it I wouldn't be shocked see it in eight weeks No, I wouldn't be shocked. Like, honestly, with these finales, like so many of the, at least the girls, so many of the originals do end up making it. Anyway, it's a crazy ride we're going to be on for the next little bit.
1: Can't wait. My favorite part of the year. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Summer Christmas, definitely. (laughs) Um, Okay. Well, thank you, Sarah, so much. Thank you to all our loyal listeners who have been with us since the beginning. This is a, This is an episode one of Love Cucks. And, uh, you know, we'll be back. we we'll out those hot takes. And please uh, feel free to write in um, if you want to come talk to us. Uh, we want to talk to you. So, um, yeah. Talk soon.
1: Bye. Bye.